What's up, everybody? I'm David Hain. Welcome to episode 121 of the A to D from Attic to Disciple podcast. If you'd like to help us reach more people in more countries, please like, subscribe, follow, or share the link with your friends, or click on the support link in this episode's description. Your donation of any amount could change a life. If you'd like to get our curriculum, you can get the paperback or ebook of From Ashes to Destiny on Amazon. When we come back, we'll get into this episode entitled, Some Decisions Can Break Your Heart. Welcome back to episode 121 of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast entitled, Some Decisions Can Break Your Heart. I want to give a big welcome to my friends in recovery from the U.S., South Africa, and Australia for their participation in this group. Guys, I have a deep one for you this week. Here's an anonymous quote I read. Sometimes you have to make a decision that will break your heart, but will give peace to your soul. Can you guys share a time when this has been true for you in recovery? Possibly even a decision you had to make to safeguard your recovery. Ben, you want to get us started today? Sure, David. I was blessed to have a dear friend from childhood all the way to adulthood growing up. We were definitely best friends. We wrote songs together, formed a band together, went to concerts together. I mean literally everything. All of the preteen and teen memories that people wish they had. I had with this guy. Unfortunately, and no fault to them, I chose the pathway of addiction. My friend liked to drink a little, but they were able to stop at one drink if they wanted to. Me, not so much. Upon my release from prison, I connected with this childhood friend again, and there was still that bond as if I'd seen him just yesterday, even though it had been many, many years. However, he still enjoyed drinking and was able to control it and still stop at one. I knew I could not, and that was difficult for me because seeing him seemed to draw me into the thought process of wanting to jump in with him, thinking, hey, maybe I can handle it too. Well, I thank God that the Lord had to, in a sense, break my heart And slowly but surely, I had to unravel my friendship with my childhood friend. We still text each other happy birthday and check in via text just to make sure everybody's okay. But our relationship is nowhere near what it was at one time. Maybe I could have handled it. Maybe I was being too extreme. But to stay safe and not fall off the edge, I just had to do what was extremely difficult. I love my friend, but I love this new life more than risking any potential downfall that might be hiding around the corner waiting to destroy me. Great start, Ben. It is hard and heartbreaking to let go of a friend from childhood. Props for making that hard decision. Harry, how about you? David, the one decision I had to make was to cut off all my long-standing friends in order to safeguard my recovery. The reasons being is that some of them only used me for my finances when it came to having a good time. 
and it was sad to see that they never showed any support or compassion for me when I went into recovery. Well, it's been eight years now and not even a single phone call or message. It's been a disappointment to think that these people are true friends in my mind. But now I have a new bunch of friends and these people are very supportive of my recovery and just my life. Thanks, Harry. It's tough when we learn that those people who we thought were our friends were only using us for their benefit. Dante, can you relate to this? David, yes, my friends are very important to me too. Friends from the earlier part of my life have become less and less though, simply because I'm not around many of them anymore. I had an earlier point in my addiction where I had to make the conscious decisions to not spend time in certain places just because it was a familiar scene and likely could have led me down the path of temptation. It broke my heart because I realized that I'm going to end up distancing myself from these friends and those relationships could wane and that's exactly what happened. The decision to separate myself for a period of time because of my lack of instability was really helpful for me though and I did a good number for my soul but I felt like the closeness in some of the relationships I had were now separated and became less involved. Sounds like we got a, a common thread here of, of everybody making those hard decisions for their friends and I'm sure a lot of our listeners can identify with that. How about you Eddie? David I think the biggest hardest decision I also had to make was to stop seeing the friends that I partied with and got high with during my addiction. When I stopped using and drinking I'd accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior so gaining Christ and my wife and family back was the most overwhelming and fulfilling experience to me. That was to me a new beginning, a new zest for life. I had church, work, sobriety, honesty, openness, and peace. I was so happy to see myself and family becoming everything I always dreamt of having. Fortunately, there were no broken hearts there, just joy. Wow, what a great list there, Eddie. Work, sobriety, honesty, openness, and peace, and getting your family back. Well done. Gary, how about you? David, this particular theme is close to my heart. And one thing, to be honest, I've not completely dealt with in the process of my recovery yet. It has to do with my mother, who's very dear to me and who I've not seen or spoken to for more than two years. And what complicates it for me even further is that she has dementia. So the problem I have is that I need to speak to my mother in order to apologize for the hurt that I caused her, which stretches back 40 years in my addiction. Truly though, I basically only hurt myself, but she being my mother also suffered as a result of my addiction to alcohol. My mom is now 86 years old and my decision to make is that I either need to make the effort to see her 
but there's the possibility that she may not even remember or recognize me, or I can leave her in her peaceful situation and I can just pray for her continued peace. The decision is not clear cut and so my solution is just to pray for guidance and I ask you guys for your input too. Gary, that is a tough one and I invite all you other guys, you know, feel free to to send Gary a message with any ideas that you have and what you would do in that situation. Charlie, would you like to close us off today? Well, David, this is deep for me. As a former wide receiver in football, I can usually go deep, no problem. <laughs> but this one is tough. What comes to mind is first letting go of the close relationship with my father. In order for me to get better, I had to step away for a while, and that was five years ago. And I'm still stepping away because every time I go around, it's much of the same negative, drug-fueled, painful conversation and actions that led me and will lead me to a dark place. That is what it is, but in recovery, the real thing that broke my heart at the time, but I feel saved my soul, was letting go of myself. You guys get that? I had to let go of myself. Who I thought I was. What I wanted to do with my time. And that if I was doing something for someone, I was to be compensated in some way. When I gave up my time to gain a dollar or material things, it was hard. Who doesn't long for money and stuff? I wanted it all. So when I gave up working for things and started serving others as I was following the Lord, it was like, who does this? Work for free? Just volunteer? No way. That's not how I was raised. But I did it. And it changed the angry, negative, addictive man that I was into a joy-filled soul. So, yes, I did it and saved my soul. Man, I tell you, it's awesome to now have a God-given purpose to make a difference in the life of someone else. Wow, what a great challenge to, to end us off there, Charlie. Maybe the heart we need to break and the thing we need to let go of is ourself. Our pride, our self-centeredness, our selfishness, our desires to keep getting ahead at all cost and begin to serve others and have a purpose in building up other people's lives. Guys, thanks for a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the A to D from Addict to Disciple podcast. If you would like to join an online group or get one-on-one -on -one counseling to help you in your journey of making heartbreaking decisions, please message me on the link in this podcast or by email at davidfromatod at gmail.com or go to my website www.fromatod.org and click on the contact page. You can also keep in touch with what we're doing in From A to D 
by following me on Instagram at David from A to D. Tune in Monday for our next episode. And as always, stay safe and stay strong.